Carrie. And I'm Stephanie, and this is the Love and Nonsense Podcast. Hey. Hi. We're excited about this episode. I'm super excited about this episode. This is like one of the first episode podcast ideas we had, and it was, you know, months ago now that we've had it. And we're finally here. <laughs> I know. And we, we were like, oh, look, we've got three podcast episode ideas. We can make them and get started. And then we never used them. <laughs> I know. We, we haven't done any of our original ideas yet. <laughs> well, we did. Last week was the first one. That's true. We did the one. Yep. That means there's one more coming. One more. What could it be? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, so we are going to count down our favorite Hallmark Christmas movies. Yep. Uh, I, to be fair, we probably could have should have done like a Lifetime version, but I don't have five favorite Lifetime ones. I don't watch enough Lifetime ones to be to have. Yeah, to list. really like have a pick. No. Um. So sorry, Lifetime. It's Hallmark maybe, all the way. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year. Maybe. Okay, Carrie, you can kick us off with your number five. So my number five is A Shoe Addict's Christmas. Mm-hmm. This has Candace Cameron Bure, Luke McFarlane, and Jean Smart, who I adore. Yeah, she's awesome. And she's fabulous in that movie. Mm-hmm. So Noelle's life is stopped when her boyfriend... Her, her life stopped when her boyfriend broke up with her on Christmas Eve three years ago. And a ha- handsome fireman moves in above her. She gets locked in, a wor- in at work at a department store alone, s- except for the ghost of Christmas past. So she puts on these shoes and she goes to previous Christmases. Yeah. And what could potentially be future Christmases or where she could be now if she had followed a different path if she had made a different choice yeah her future is always this one scene that they never let you complete right yeah yeah it's a good one it is it's really cute i'm not always a huge fan of candace's i like her but i don't always love the movies for whatever reason this one's Mm -hmm. by far my favorite of her movies that's funny because i have one of hers on mine and it's Ooh, not that one. I cannot wait to see <laughs> which one it is. Because it's just like, I think about like, this one I know is not on your top. The the time travel one. I haven't even seen that, but I did record it so I could finally watch it. Like, and I liked it okay. Like, I never feel like I hate her movies. Mm-hmm. They just generally tend not to be my favorites. But. Yeah. I mean... Before this movie, I would have said the same thing. I am excited about her Christmas movie this year with, I think it was Warren, Warren Christie, oh, the guy you like. Yes. Um, I can't remember what it's about right now off the top of my head. Nope, I can't either. But I, but I like the clip. When I saw the preview, it looked cute. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yep. So what is your number five? Okay, so my fifth favorite is The Mistletoe Secret from last year because it has Tyler Hines, and this is like my favorite role of his. And it has Kelly Pickler, who I would not normally say a movie of hers is my favorite. Hello, 
Christmas at Graceland. Yeah. Um, but I really did like this one. It is about a ghost writer slash partner of a travel website and TV feature arrives in Midway before Christmas to write about it. He falls for the Mistletoe Diner's aria, as does his tall, handsome partner, who is Christopher Russell. Yep. So I just really... Tyler sold this movie for me. That's all I can say. Just watch it for Tyler because this is his quintessential, perfect role. I just love him. Yeah, and he... I don't remember this this movie great because I've only watched it one time. And I actually had forgotten that I had seen it. <laughs> but That's scary. <laughs> but I think it was because of Kelly the first time... When she was in the Graceland movie, I was like, this is horrible. Like, Mm -hmm. and I like Kelly Pickler. Like, I liked her when she was on American Idol. Like, I think she's, she seems like a very nice person. Yeah. But it's just like, her acting was not good. Her voiceovers were horrid. (laughs) And I was like, I just, I don't, I, yeah. So... She did redeem herself a little bit for this movie, though. and I. But I think it was more of her that I was like, I had forgotten that I had seen it the one time that I saw it. I haven't watched it again. So I should probably watch it again. Yeah, you should. I watched it, like it just came out last year, and I had recorded it, and I watched it multiple times last year. That Tyler, so that's when you know I like a movie. Gets you every time. <laughs> he really does. Ah, love him. All right. Fourth place for you, Carrie. Nine Lives of Christmas. Yay! We both love this one. This we has do. Kim Sistod and Superman, Brandon Routh. Routh, is that how you say his name? Yeah, he needs to be in more Hallmark movies. Uh, yeah. And so this one is after a stray cat adopts Zachary, who is Routh's character. He meets Marilee, Kim's character. And realizes the single life is not as fulfilling as he thought it was. And this one, I'm not going to lie, the little picture that they use when you record it and you look at it makes it look dorky. Mm -hmm. Well, it's one of the older ones. Yep. Let's see. When did this come out? I wrote it down. Uh, 2014. But it's really, really cute. The cats are in it. And I'm normally a dog person. But I love how they they meet and then like she's lying to her sister that she has this boyfriend called brown eyes which is him mm-hmm. so he doesn't know anything about this it's just really really cute yeah and then like she ends up staying with him which really isn't hallmark like and this wasn't like they were in a relationship staying together right but it was still kind of different and cute. She gets kicked out of her place and he gives her a place to stay. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. They're just so good together. I really like her. I have a theme right now because my first two are firemen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, well, well. I don't think I have any more that are, that are firemen. That is. That's really funny. <laughs> and I think you just ruined the end of that one movie. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I said Luke McFarlane, they turn it on, they're going to know. That's true. I mean, there was still mystery, though. There was. There. I mean, 
But you kind of know. You know when they meet at the beginning because the guy that they that she thinks might be the one she doesn't meet at the beginning. Yeah. Okay. They could have been tricky, but whatever. Well, go forget what I've said and just watch it, okay? <laughs> yeah, just go watch it. So my fourth one is the Candace Cameron Bure one, and it is Christmas Town, also from last year. And it has her and Tim Rosen, who people might remember from Schitt's Creek as Mutt. So this one follows Lauren Gabriel. She leaves everything behind in Boston to embark on a new chapter in her life and career. But an unforeseen detour to the charming town of Grandin Falls has her discover unexpected new chapters of the heart and of family, helping her to embrace once again the magic of Christmas. Oh man, this one, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I like teared up and cried so much during this movie. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of a movie for you, Carrie, because it's about foster children. Yes, and you know, that's my thing. I love yeah. kids. <laughs> so it just really got me. And I really liked Tim Rosen in this and him and Candace together. I just, everything worked for me and it got an emotional response. So I love it. And you know what? I had forgotten what the name of this was. So I do like this movie, but because I didn't have a name to put with it, it kind of goes to the back of my memory. Because mm-hmm. I don't think that Christmas Town really sounds like it doesn't it's sound vague. like what the movie would be about. Yes, and so, but I did watch this one, and what I really liked about this one is there is the foster kid who is being fostered by the guy that is her love interest. So mm-hmm. I appreciated the fact that it wasn't his kid, and the mom had died. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, obviously, this is his his kid, kind of his kid, right? But mm-hmm. it wasn't like all the other movies. Yeah, I agree. They tackled some, they like had big conversations in this movie uh-huh. that were very real about fostering and adopting and what that would mean for like a romantic relationship. It was all very, it felt very real. Yeah, and she had a lot of, like, I mean, I know they kind of deal with this in a lot of the movies, but I think it felt different in this movie because she's a teacher and she was going to take a job, but she's dating this guy and it was like her really figuring out what it is that she wanted. And even though that is a story that's in like every single one of these (laughs) Mm-hmm. It felt different in this movie, I feel like. Yeah. I think because the stakes were higher. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that is my fourth favorite Christmas Town. So, just have a Candace Cameron Beret night. Watch Christmas Town, A Shoe Addict's Christmas. Yep. <laughs> then watch her new one, which I don't know the name of. <laughs> nope. And I don't know when it airs, but I Me feel either. like it's around Thanksgiving. I feel like that's the Did prime. Did we talk about it in November? Or is it in December? Now I got to look. Let me look. As if I know what the name of it is. But maybe it'll jog my memory. Actually, I'm on IMDb. Why don't I just look up Candace Cameron Bray's movies? That would be the smart route. Okay. Let's see. 
Oh, if I only had Christmas. So that comes out on our schedule. It says November 29th, a Sunday. Okay. So I was right, right about Thanksgiving. Great job. I called it. They give Lacey and Candace prime time, which is around Thanksgiving. That is true. Which is ironic because, you know, Christmas, but that's like their big week. Yep. Well, they okay. have a movie every day, so there's plenty of prime time. That's true. So your third one, Carrie. My third one, and I think that this one will be arguable with you. Oh, dear. <laughs> because I know you like it, but I don't think you like it as much as another one of her movies. So it's 12 Gifts of Christmas, which mm. has Katrina Law and Aaron O'Connell. With two more weeks until Christmas, a busy businessman hires a struggling artist to help him pick out gifts for his friends and family. And the other one that is definitely an honorable mention is Snow Bride, Katrina Law. And I think you would flip those probably. Yeah, that one would be on the official list and not 12 Gifts. And I love Snow Bride, but I think the one that pushes me over the edge with 12 Gifts is I like Aaron O'Connell better than the guy in Snow Bride. Oh, I I can kind of see that, kind of. I think he is more attractive, but if I'm thinking like personality-wise and what they did, I think I like the other guy better. Well, you should watch them both and then then you can decide. Then you can decide. <laughs> but I feel like Aaron would win, but whatever. <laughs> but I just really liked the two of them together in this movie. And he's very button up. And I kind of like how she ends up getting him to come around. Because, like, at first he's just hiring her to buy what he wants bought. Mm -hmm. And she can't find it on the first person's. And so she buys something different. And he's like, this is not what I asked for. Basically fires her. Yeah. Pays her for her time and is very nice about it. But tells her he, he'll just do it himself. And the friend ends up getting it anyway and the friend's like oh man I can't believe you did this this is amazing and he's like what and he's like the gift and he's like oh so then he ends up rehiring her yeah once he realizes like uh she actually knows what she's doing yeah you don't <laughs> he's like a gift card guy so yeah so I I was like I just really like the way that their relationship developed over time. I mean, it's a good one. It is. I do like it. I recorded it so I can watch it. So one more Christmas question. Stephanie, what is your favorite character from a Christmas-themed book or TV special? Hmm. My immediate thought is the Grinch. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but can that possibly be right? My favorite character from a Christmas movie, book, or special? Yeah. I... I'm trying to think of, like, what would be my favorite. But I guess I got to pick him because he's in 
my second favorite Christmas movie. And it's specifically the one with Jim Carrey because of the humor. I just like his sass. (laughs) Well, I'm going to pick Max because I adore Max. Aww. We have so the we same both, Christmas movie, people. Yeah, we picked Grinch. We both picked Grinch. Do you have a second um, choice? Second choice. Favorite Christmas theme. Because my mind, for some reason, wouldn't get George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life out of my head. I was wondering if you were going to pick that character. Really? But I couldn't. I could because... I've seen parts of it, but I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. <gasps> Welcome to my world. It is long because you have, I mean, you see his whole life, but dang, Carrie. Um, But I was thinking, what about the one? Because that's the one with the bells, right? The jingle. Yeah. Every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Yeah. So I was thinking of the character, the guy character in that. And that's who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know who my backup would be. Um, I've been obsessed with the the book, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, like all my life. We've always read it. We've, we have a copy of it. Um, and I've thought about memorizing it, but I haven't done that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Memorizing the whole book? Yeah. I love Dr. Seuss stuff. So I like the way it sounds when it comes off, the rolls off the tongue. And at one point, I'm not against memorizing stuff because I, at one point, had three stanzas of the Raven memorized. Whoa. When I was in seventh grade. <laughs> That's not Christmassy. <laughs> I know like one now. <laughs> but That's funny. Um, Let's see. If I had to pick another one. It would probably be, I can't think of one that's like a quintessential, you know what, I'm just going to go with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Hmm. I just like him, and usually when I make gingerbread houses, I make a Rudolph out of caramels. Really? Yeah. You're going to have to like show us that. That's interesting. And I also think you should have a video or something of you reading a Dr. Seuss book. Oh, well, you know, my great nephew is coming to visit after Christmas. So he'll, they're coming, I think, the day after Christmas. So I am planning to read the book to him. So maybe I'll record some of it. And That'd be it. cute. That would be cute. He's like a year old and he's adorable. Um, But yeah, I can make the gingerbread because... I always have the caramels around. I mean, not the gingerbread house. I'm not making the whole thing, but the Rudolph. Yes, we want to see the Rudolph. Okay, Rudolph. And we can share, like, your instructions in our super secret private Facebook group. Oh, yeah. Super <laughs> like our private. Facebook page and join our private group where we talk about all sorts of things. <laughs> this went, This went from, like... Keep out to like super professional. <laughs> I know. There's a little plug in there. I like it. I like it. I like it.
So what's your number three? Number three was actually on today, I think. I didn't watch it. But it's Coming Home for Christmas with Danica McKellar and Neil Bledsoe. So this one, one. I do love it. Lizzie Richfield lands a job as house manager for the exquisite Ashford Estate in Virginia. While preparing the place for sale, Lizzie plans one final Christmas Eve gala for the Marley family, though they seem to be a family in name only. Oh my goodness. I just, I just love this movie. First of all, her job is really cool getting to manage this like estate and it's very picturesque and I actually kind of wanted this job. Last year you definitely were like, let me find that. Yeah. Well, this, this movie came out. Okay. Little story about Stephanie. (laughs) This movie came out 2017. So that is the Christmas right before I moved to North Carolina. And I moved here without a job lined up. I just knew I wanted a change. So whenever this movie came out, I was like, this is something I could do. And I found a job in Winston-Salem, but I just never actually applied for it. But I was like, I could be in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) You could be married by now. I could be married by now. (laughs) Oh, man, I ruined my life. (laughs) Don't worry. They probably didn't have the cute son. Probably not. Um, But yeah, Neil Bledsoe's character, like Danica, I like her okay. But Neil really sold this for me. His like sweet, he's like the buttoned up businessman dude, but with, with like the heart of gold who's like afraid to be like loving and everything, but she like gets him there. Oh my gosh. I love it. And I was going to say, I wish he was in more Hallmark things. And so I looked it up. He is going to be in a Christmas movie this year with Rachel Boston called Christmas Carousel. Yeah. So I am super excited about that because I do like Rachel Boston. Yep. So that is my my third favorite. I think that's a good one too. All right. Number two. So number two only came out two years ago. Um, it is It's Christmas Eve. Oh, yes. Leanne Rhymes and Tyler Hines. Whoop, whoop. I cannot believe that I'm not putting Andrew Walker on any of mine. <laughs> Wait a second. Andrew's not on your list? No. He's not in any of these movies. For shame. He would definitely be in my top non-Christmas movie. Well, we're not doing that yet. Not doing that yet, but <laughs> to be continued. Stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> so, um, an interim school superintendent finds herself in a tough spot when she is assigned to shut down a school's failing music program and must come to terms with her musical past. It has Leanne Rhymes, who was the first album I ever bought. Like, my first CD I ever bought when I got my CD player when I was, like, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have loved Leanne Rhymes for a really long time. You know, ignoring her questionable <laughs> life choices. <laughs> We're not here to judge. <laughs> we just like her singing. Yeah, I love her singing, though. I love her voice. I really liked this movie. I could probably watch this movie over and over. I actually really like the music that they came out with the it's Christmas Eve song really is super catchy. There's the other one 
You, Me, and Christmas. You, Me, and oh Christmas. Oh, my gosh. It's so I fun. love that song. Yeah. And they all sing. Tyler Hines plays the piano. Okay, I will say Tyler doesn't look his best in this one sometimes. Yeah, he could use a beard a little bit. Yeah, but I still love him and I still love this movie. Yes. And it's just really cute, feel-good movie. And I love their meet-cute. I was watching it earlier today. I just decided to play it. (laughs) Their meet-cute is like they're walking up to a coffee shop and see someone else spill coffee on someone else. And he's like, oh, classic meet-cute. She's like, that doesn't look very cute. (laughs) Yeah, while he was in the middle of one. (laughs) Yeah, this was like one of the few music ones done really well. Yeah. And I think it's because the music was so good with Leanne. Like, obviously some people, cough, cough, Alicia Witt, cough, cough, um, think they can sing. (laughs) No, I'm sure she can sing. It's just not my cup of tea. But like – it, you can't compare it. You no. can't compare. I mean, it's hard to compare people to Leanne Rhymes, though, in general. Yeah. I wonder, now that I'm thinking about this, because Kelly Pickler is a professional singer, I wonder if they're going to do a musical one of her. I mean, I guess they did The Christmas at Graceland, but she didn't really sing original songs, did she? Oh, I don't remember, honestly. I kind of blocked that out of my memory. <laughs> Sorry, Wes Brown, who was perfectly fine in that movie. Well, you'll hear more of Wes singing in his Nashville Christmas Carol, and apparently his songs are on the Hallmark Sirius XM channel. Oh, wow. I'll hear it when I'm in the car with my mom. That wasn't an ad, but, you know, it sounded like I was plugging for him. (laughs) (laughs) So what's your number two? Okay, my number two is A December Bride from 2016. see. This one would have been on my list, but I knew you were putting it, so I left it off. Yeah, we tried to have a little bit different lists. Oh, man, I love this. So this has Jessica Lowndes and Daniel Lissing of When Calls the Heart fame for, you know. Uh, A holiday wedding brings no joy to the bride's cousin, who was literally left by the groom right at the altar. But she might find her true love there when she gains a fake fiancé in the process. This movie... Is another one where I want her job. (laughs) Me too. This was a year before my whole moving thing, but I was thinking about stuff even then because it takes me a long time to process. So this is another one I wanted her job because she's an interior decorator or at least trying to get started. And then I also really loved that he had had feelings for her for a long time because they had met before the movie starts. But then she started dating the guy who was her fiance and he kind of stepped back so like when she was single again he's like oh i'm gonna jump at these opportunities because i really like her and i'm like oh my god and she was not interested at all what is your problem girl it didn't make any sense she was caught up in her own family drama but still yeah so i just we love that movie we love that movie I could go without the only part that of this that I did not care for. Mm-hmm. I could go without the aunt trying to force her and her cousin who, stu- who stole her fiance. Oh, yeah. The, the, the aunt is like tirely, tirelessly trying to push them together. 
She just wants the family to be happy again. <laughs> How about you don't steal people's people? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like she actively sought him out to seduce him or something. But it wasn't it wasn't great. Everyone should watch this movie. You decide. Yep. I mean, it ended up the way it's supposed to end up, but. Yes, it did. It's a good one. All right. The big finale. Yep, yep, yep. Your number one, Carrie. The most wonderful time of the year. This one is old. It is from 2008. Has Warren Christie, Brooke Burns, and Henry Winkler. Corporate analyst and single mom Jen tackles Christmas with a business-like approach until her uncle arrives with a handsome stranger in tow. Mm-hmm. And I rewatched this this weekend. And I was like, I hope I like this as much as I remember liking this. I've bought this movie, so I know I like it. But it is so funny. Henry Winkler is hilarious. He's just amazing. <laughs> He is. And I'm like, I want Uncle Ralph to be my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> and Warren Christie's so funny. So he's sleeping at the airport and Henry Winkler is trying to figure out how to get to his flight because he usually drives to visit her. Mm-hmm. And he, Warren Christie's character is like, okay, I have a plan. <laughs> but we got to scam these people so they pretend that that henry winkler gets run over by a cart by one of their employees and gets they get moved into first class (laughs) and then when they get to the airport morgan his flight is to denver is snowed out they can't go to denver because denver is snowed in so he it's like okay well i'll just you know I'll sleep on the floor of the airport, whatever. And Henry Winkler is like, we have to bring him home. And she's like, bring him home. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I love it. Watch yeah. it. <laughs> and other people will vouch for this as well. Yeah. Hey, Jen. You- Thanks for agreeing hey, with me. She watched it this year and she loves it. Yes. <laughs> I love converting people. Who doesn't? <laughs> We're going to love it like if all y'all got to watch all these movies and then message us on Instagram or something and be like, we love this. If you hated it, then we should do like a story card or something at the end where people can fill out their top five Hallmark Christmas movies or whatever. That was a good idea. Yeah. So be on the lookout. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So numero uno for you. Okay, so this is actually, if this was not the first Hallmark Christmas movie I ever watched that got me hooked, it was definitely one of the first. And it's Debbie Maycumber's Dashing Through the Snow from 2015 with Megan Ori mm-hmm. and you know who, Andrew Walker. Yeah, you do. You love this one. I love it. So, stranded at an airport at Christmas time. Ashley Harrison accepts a ride from Dash Sutherland, who has just rented the last car in town. As the pair heads north, their adventures include car trouble, adopting a puppy, and being secretly tailed by federal agents, who believe Ashley is up to no good. 
With a hint of romance gradually filling the air, will these two fall in love or will their journey bring about an unexpected road bump to romance? So this movie is wild. If you can't tell with the FBI agents. (laughs) They're like over the top. And isn't the girl, one of the female FBI agent, isn't she one of the, the girl from evergreen Christmas movies? Yeah, Rakaia Bernard. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's very funny in this one. Yeah, she is. And Megan, I'm surprised she's not in more Hallmark movies since she's in Chesapeake Shores. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I like her. I know she can be a little much with her happy mm-hmm. in this movie, but I just loved it. And the puppy is super cute, little Dash. Like, named after Andrew's character, Dash. And, I mean, Andrew, this is, like, quintessential peak Andrew Walker. Like, if the mistletoe secret was Tyler Hines, dashing through the snow is Andrew Walker for me. I just, I love it. I know it's not for you, but. I mean, I do love Andrew Walker in this one. I, I like this one. It's a good one. It's just not probably not one of my top five ones, but that's okay because I still enjoy it. I'd I'd still watch it. Yeah, not like oh I'm avoiding goodness. it. I'm so I'm looking. I'm on IMDb and I'm looking at this poster, and it premiered December thirteenth, the day before my birthday. Oh my goodness! I wonder if I watched it like on my birthday the next day or what something. What year was that that it came out? It was two thousand fifteen. Okay. I think I was watching Hallmark movies then. I don't know. Five years ago. Wow. I know. It blows the mind. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. That is our top five. Um, Did you have a list of honorable mentions? I have a couple of honorable mentions. And you actually made me just think of one that literally just left my brain. I should have typed it out. (laughs) Bum, bum, bum. Oh, well... Um, so my first honorable mention was Snow Bride, which we already kind of touched on, but mm-hmm. I just want to say the premise of this one. So this is Katrina Law, Jordan Belfi, has Patricia Richardson and Bobby Campo. And the premise of this one is hilarious. So she is a reporter for a gossip magazine and he is a supposed to be politician. Mm-hmm. And Hit their family is all in politics and so she goes to catch the story because she will get a promotion if she's the first one to get behind the story and figure out what's happening because one of the brothers supposedly bought a engagement ring so right she just gets in her car and goes in running shorts and a tank top to somewhere where it's snowing and her car breaks down <laughs> Of course. (laughs) And so she gets out and tries to move the car and then she's freezing. But because she's in her shorts and her running top and she didn't plan for this, the only thing that she has is her best friend's wedding dress that is from her fiance's family. (laughs) So she puts on this huge wedding dress with these giant puffy sleeves Mm -hmm. and ends up rolling down a hill and running into... Jordan Belfi's character who is the one who's supposed to be a politician who doesn't really want to be a politician. Nope. He just picks her up, takes her back to his cabin because she's passed out. And then they pretend to be in a relationship because 
his brother comes home with his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, awkward. I really like Bobby Campo, his brother, though. Yeah. I like to see him in more things. And I think he's really good in this one, too. Because mm-hmm. you kind of hate him at first, but then it doesn't take long to come around. No. So. So that's a good one. Yep. What about you? What you got? Um, I had Holiday for Heroes that came out last year with Mark Lucas and Melissa Claire Egan. Mm-hmm. Basically, this coffee shop owner starts a pen pal friendship with the guy in the military. And then when he comes back to the States, they meet in person and stuff goes from there. I just really like the pen pal storyline. Mm-hmm. I I shared this with Christmas – I think it's Christmas pen pals with Sarah Drew and Niall Mater a few weeks ago, which is a Lifetime movie. Okay. Um, but I just really like – pen pals and he's really sweet and they're I like how their relationship built because they were writing each other for like a year so this wasn't a fast you know sometimes these movies they meet they fall in love within a week or so so this was actually a building of a friendship that turns into a relationship yeah I have not seen this one because you know until recently I didn't have movies and mysteries so um, so you missed I should, a whole I'll lot. I'll probably record it so I can watch it, though. Yeah, it's a cute one. What's do you have another one on your yes. list? Uh, my mom and I enjoy watching Christmas Getaway, which has mm. Bridget Reagan and Travis Van Winkle. Is that what it is, Van Winkle, or is it Van? Yep, I think that's right. <laughs> I didn't know if it was Winkler, like. <laughs> Van Winkler. <laughs> and it was cut off on my, like, I, I wasn't far enough. The window wasn't wide enough for me to make sure that there was no no R on the end of that. So she's a travel writer who takes a Christmas vacation but finds herself double booked with a widower, his mother, and his daughter at the holiday site. And this one's really cute. There's a little bit of, like, Christmas magic to it. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of you know, blocked. She can't, writer's block, and she can't figure out what she wants to write about. And so she goes to take this vacation and she's, the little girl kind of just adopts her into their family to go and do these Christmas things with them. Yeah, that one is a cute one. And they have a good kiss at the end, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. And he's very cute in this movie. He is. I don't think he's in a lot of Hallmark movies either. Was he in that movie? I don't know if this was him. Was he in that movie where the one that we hate? That's the summer one. <laughs> uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. I don't think so. Now I gotta look this up. I know. Travis Van Winkle. Oh nope, I don't think this is him. You know who I'm. I know who I'm thinking of. I can see his face. No. Yeah, you're thinking about a side character who also was the brother in Coming Home for Christmas. Pena Vega was in that. Oh, look. Um, Travis Van Winkle is going to be in Project Christmas Wish this year. Oh, is that in Hallmark or is that a Lifetime? It says pre-production. I don't know. Let's see. For years, Lucy has played Santa to her small town's community. As she grants the little girl's wish for a Christmas like it used to be, she unexpectedly finds her own wishes coming true. Um, It doesn't say anything else so i have no idea the movie that i'm talking about is mismatched 
Yeah, that's the one. And the guy is Andrew Francis. Mm. What's the movie? Oh, he's in Chesapeake Shores. He's in a lot of stuff, but he's never the lead. He Wasn't he the brother in The Coming Home for Christmas? Carrie, I, I already said that. Oh. <laughs> You're just not listening to me. <laughs> no, I was, I, I, it's not, it wasn't on purpose. It was just that I was, I was searching. My brain was trying to come up with the name of that movie. That's okay. I forgive you. It's not him. And I'm good. I'm happy with that because I think Travis made me close. <laughs> well, I was thinking it, but I'm glad you said it. Uh, <laughs> do you have any more? Yeah. So my last honorable mention is Christmas at Pemberley Manor from 2018. I like that one too. And it has Michael Rady, who I love, and Jessica Lowndes again. And really what puts this movie over the top for me is it's a play on Pride and Prejudice because mm-hmm. she's Elizabeth Bennett. She's an event planner sent to organize a small town holiday festival, and she finds William Darcy, a high-profile billionaire lacking holiday spirit, and she wants to use his estate as the venue. So I just love Jane Austen retellings, Mm -hmm. so that automatically puts me in a good mood. And then to have Michael Brady as Mr. Darcy, yes, please. (laughs) So it's just a good one. It is a good one. And speaking of retellings, I also like that Sense and Sensibility and Snowmen that has Aaron Krakow mm-hmm. and Kim Sestad and who is the guy? Luke McFarlane. Isn't that who the guy is? Yeah. Yeah. That For Aaron. Yeah. They've done a couple of Jane Austen movies because they have that one. They have a Pride Prejudice and mistletoe or something with Lacey Chabert and Brendan Penny. The Unleashing Mr. Darcy. Yeah, that one actually got a series. Yeah. And they're my favorite Ryan Pavey movies. Until Timeless Christmas comes out this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, he's fighting an uphill uphill battle on this one, though. He is. But we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, that's all my honorable mentions. That's all I've got also. Um, next episode, we're going to be reviewing the movies from this weekend. Mm-hmm. And also, I wanted to chat real quick. You know, I don't have it up, but what movie are you, what movies are you most excited about this weekend? Well, A Timeless Christmas with Ryan Pavey. That's probably the one I'm most interested in. I am kind of excited to watch Christmas in Vienna. Although Brennan Elliott is my favorite, I do like that they shot this during Christmas in Vienna. Yeah. So you know it's going to be very pretty. And actually that one is the other one that I marked. Oh. Uh, None for Lifetime. I think the only Lifetime one that I'm interested in is Christmas on Wheels. Because I like Tia Sarkar, but none of the Lifetime ones stand out to me and those two hallmark are it so we'll see how this week goes it's got to be better than this past week because i monday was crazy for me so it's got to go better than that next week well i don't know because 
if there are ones I'm looking forward to this weekend, there are ones I am actually not looking forward to and I don't want to watch, aka The Christmas Doctor. Meet me at Christmas. Um, meet me at Christmas. So maybe we should get somebody on to talk about Meet Me at Christmas or The Christmas Doctor if they watched it and liked it. it. Yeah. How are we going to find someone who liked it? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Watch me like it and be like, oh my gosh, I love this movie. I do like Mark Declan in Meet Me at Christmas. Fill out, fill out a scorecard and tag us. <laughs> And then we'll know that you like it, and we'll see if you're interested in talking to us about it. Yeah, that's a good plan. <laughs> so watch The Christmas Doctor and meet me at Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure okay. they're both fine movies. They, they're they just neither one of them. They're not geared towards where we are in our lives. No. And if I was going to pick one over the other, it would be meet me at Christmas. Same. Because that scene, they just did not do a good job picking a scene. Because I at least like one of the people, Mark. Although I can't say that I dislike the guy in A Christmas Doctor because I haven't really seen him in much. Yeah. But Mark Declan is in the Love and Sunshine summer movie that I really like. So he gets a boost. And I like Holly Robinson Pete, who's in The Christmas Doctor, but not enough to make me want to watch it even though the storyline and the preview were very unexciting all right okay that's enough time spent on those movies (laughs) so subscribe to the podcast so you can get notified when we have new episodes release and if you're on apple podcast we'd love it if you leave us a review apparently those are really super helpful in getting your podcast seen and our social media. Yes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Love and Nonsense Podcast. Talk to you later. Bye. So one more Christmas question. That was well, a really jingle. Well, I was just thinking, would this really be the last Christmas question? How many Christmas episodes? Well, I didn't say last. I said one more. No. Okay. (laughs) These are going to be fun to edit later. (laughs) Whoops. Anyway. Drum roll here. (laughs) Da-da-da-da-da.